When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, Season 6. The podcast is supported by Scent Crusher, Scent Off Game On, Tinks, Cat Work Truck, Victory Archery, Thorn Broadheads, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Cobra Archery. Burris, HHA Sports and HHA USA, Reveal Cellular Cameras, and Deer Camp Coffee. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, as always, Tim Mazzarana, along with Dave Thomas. Tonight we got special guest Byron from Convergent Hunting Solutions, convergenthunting.com. Byron, how's it going tonight, man? Oh, it's fantastic, fantastic. Good, good. It's nice to meet you. Uh, Took a little bit of a, a look at your products online, wanted to have a conversation around it. You know, we don't do a lot of conversations on this podcast around predator hunting and the different things that, that are involved with that. But you guys have some pretty unique products when it comes to, when it comes to that side of it, and especially the call side of it. Um, can you give us a little background of the company and what you guys do? Sure. Uh, we're a relatively new company, you know, compared to the other, our competitors. Um, we started kind of with a clean slate where a lot of these guys kind of took what was out there and kind of tried to make it better. We started from scratch with no, um, I mean, what we wanted to do, we knew we were going to have to compete on a already kind of a full market. So what we started with was more power audio. If you know anything about audio, it starts with power. You know, when I was a kid, I'm 57, so I'm dating myself. But when I was a kid, everybody had boosters on their stereos to and better speakers. And that's how you got the superior audio. So what we do versus our competition, our competition had all uses AA batteries. We start out with a 3.7 volt uh, battery, which is twice as much. Uh, a AA battery only puts out 1.5 volts. So uh, back again to audio, if you know anything about audio, it takes a little bit of power to, to drive a good speaker. So we've got much more power and a much better speaker. And that's the heart and soul of our, our system. So um, if you're competing out there against all these other guys and these ears of these predators, I mean, there's a lot of people have electronic calls out there, but ours, our superior sound quality really uh, puts us ahead of them by quite a while. And uh, awesome. is, is, what kind of distance are we talking for these, these type of things? So uh, distance as far as uh, what, how far you put the electronic call away from you? No, how far will an animal hear it far out? Like, is there a oh, distance? That um, think is, is if you go to our website, if you go to our website, we called some coyote, a coyote in and actually have video of it. We were in northern Nevada in, in windy conditions, which it gets very windy up there. We called a coyote from over a mile away, 
Wow. To the wind. Oh, yes. So, yeah. It, um, That's cool. Predators have articulating ears, you know, which they can, like radars. So they're, they're, their hearing is not only good, but they can pinpoint that sound from quite a distance. So um, the, the volume is one thing, the quality of the sound is another. So you can call coyotes from a long way, but the closer they get, you're able to discern, you know, a high quality sound versus a poor quality sound. So you, a lot of the, our competition can call coyotes, but our, our coyotes finish out much closer because of the quality of the sound. I need to get one of these for my house so maybe my kids actually hear me when I tell them to uh, clean their room. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we have guys, just to give you an idea, we have guys that use our product as, at tailgate parties. The quality, sound quality is that good. Wow. Yeah, so that, that's, what I, that's actually what I wanted to kind of touch on. So this, you know, there's some calls on the market that um, come with their own remotes that you're, 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 you can only play the sounds that um you know are programmed into the into the product sure. yours is is it is it bluetooth is that what it is so you basically can play any sound from your phone sure anything that's on your phone you can play it through there but think of it as a bluetooth speaker on steroids standard bluetooth only works to about 30 feet ours works to 300 feet that's a huge difference so yeah. we, have, we have an antenna and a booster on there that gets gets uh, a much better range and another is our sounds are created. I, I record most of our sounds, and um, and I've been doing this for forty something years. Been recording sounds for probably thirty of those, and so we start with high end recordings, and I edit them, and uh, and tweak them to our system. So um, again, back to the sound quality. When when you start turning that that volume up. If you'll notice, a lot of systems will start to distort as you get louder. Ours do. Right. Ours, the louder you turn it, it stays just as clean and clear. Awesome. So, so when, when, to, when you say your own sounds, is that you have your own app for that, or how does that work? We have five, <clears throat> excuse me, we have five different apps for different species, and you have to check with your local you know, game laws and stuff. But here in Texas, where I'm at, we can, we can use electronics for deer, turkey, um, and during our um, certain seasons for even goose. Uh, um, so we have a predator, a wild hog app, a deer app, and a snow goose and crow app. So we have five different apps. Cool. Yeah, and there, you can find those on our website or Google Play or, or you know, any of the, the app stores. Um, you download the app, and there's several features on that app. We actually have a manufacturer phone mount that attaches your phone to your rifle that way you're not holding your phone you can actually hold your gun and shoot so you're not holding your phone and interfering when you're shooting but actually in that app there's also a feature where you can access the camera on your phone and nice. uh, you can film anything that's coming to the call so oh, really so in the app out. you can you can look at the can't you can record it to say that's really cool yeah yeah and um awesome. um there's a there's some other features like some some people want to know how long they've been sitting on stand. So we've got a timer button so you, you can uh, tell how long you've been on stand or playing a, a particular sound. We also have a night mode to where you can, um, uh, you know, at night, just turn your screen down and it's kind of grayed out so you can still access it. But even in your video mode, you can still access your favorite sounds, 
and the, and the volume and the and we also have an integrated decoy which is kind of unique to our system it's not an afterthought that's attached to the outside of the call it's actually built into the system and um wow. uh well thought out like i said i've been doing this um longer than i care to say <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, i'm going to point out tim the uh, size of it so it's 10 inches closed so when it's like in this position but when you open it, it looks like it moves out to 16, then 23 with the decoy. But I, I just want to show with Melissa here how <laughs> it's actually a nice size. Like, it's a good size sure. item. And that's why it has to probably project such good audio. I mean, it's it's a decent size. At first, when I saw it, I thought it was literally really small. That's why I asked the question, how far can it really go? But this is, like, a lot lot larger than I thought. So this is great. This looks really cool to me. That is, and I have to imagine just looking at the design, it's projecting three six and three hundred and sixty degrees too, right? So when you talk about those cone mics that you were talking about, those are sometimes really directional and where that sound goes. Yeah, and it, it is. It's it's not three sixty. It is forcing the sound out from you. Uh, and oh, that, okay. No, all right. So you're putting it in front of. Okay, that makes sense because you're putting it in front of you and then blasting out. Yep. I got you. That makes you really sense. don't want to call coach from behind you. Uh, you. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong about that. That's a great point. <laughs> so, but yeah, the speakers are actually facing away from you. And if you'll notice how it's designed, I, I noticed you're playing the video. It collapses down to where it's more compact and it kind of protects it, and so it's more portable and packable. And once you get into the field, you you uh, expand it out and lock it locks up, and it gets that speaker up off the ground. So that transmits the sound out better but it also gets that decoy up where a predator can see it very well so that's cool um weatherproof uh extremely weatherproof um we have a waterproof film over the speakers um it, it's not waterproof it's weatherproof um i've had i've used mine in very inclement conditions snow rain sleet and um i mean as long as you don't throw it in the in the swimming pool or bathtub, you're fine. You know, if it gets rained on, uh, just open it up, let it air out, and, it, and it'll be fine. Cool. What about, um, like, the battery-wise, right? We're rechargeable, I have to imagine. It is. Okay. And that's another thing that we kind of pride ourselves versus uh, our competition. Uh, with our competition, you have to buy batteries at the camp where you leave or you don't have a call. Our, our batteries come included in our system and they are rechargeable. Um, so uh, the battery life is, if you play it constant at, at full volume with the decoy going, it's, it's over an, uh, 10 hours. Oh, wow. That's a lot of time. If you're calling you know, and using it as a call, you can have a three or four day weekend and never charge it. So it's, it, you know, and of course you're not playing at full volume all the time either. So, but yeah, uh, the battery is, Everything on it's overbuilt as far as the internal components. Very cool. really cool. Really cool. It looks like you guys have a, another one called the Sidewinder. It's a weather-mounted yes, one. Yes. And, and that's, I'm assuming, smaller distance with that one. It looks a lot smaller. Is well, really big. Our design, when we first started to, to come up with that, you know, that's that's kind of a, uh, a um, our phone mount with a speaker on the front. And I was hunting one day. If you'll notice, our phone mount that holds just the phone. I thought, man, if we could put a speaker on the front of that, and we kind of had a, an idea, you know, we, that we were going to have to give up some quality and and audio and volume, and uh, we were blown away. And this is, you know, you hear this a lot in the industry, you know, it's just a game changer or, or all the 
you have to listen to this thing to appreciate it. I mean, it, it is incredible. Uh, it's almost the same amount of volume as the big speaker. There's wow. an amount of technology in that product and it, it weighs um, uh, uh, less than your cell phone. It looks kind of bulky and gawky sitting out there, but once you put it on, kind of get used to it, you don't even know it's there. But uh, it, it plugs direct to your call. If you'll notice, it's got a Picatinny rail on it, so it'll hook to any Picatinny rail that, you know, most guys are using an AR-15, so it hooks right to your side of your rifle. But we have a lot of guys that are hog hunting that are putting a Picatinny rail on their tripods, you know, and hunting at night with thermal, and they just hook the sidewinder to their tripod. And um, so that, that's been working really well for a bunch of guys. But it's direct connect. It's not Bluetooth. So you have to direct, you know, connect it directly oh, to Okay. How big does it actually measure? It's uh, like three and a half by three and a half. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really compact. Small. Uh, yeah. Three by three by four is the dimensions right there. I see on the screen. It's 9.6 ounces Jeez. with battery. But when you, uh, I, I like to have people uh, turn it on with me present and, and, and their eyes always light up because it's <laughs> like, Oh, holy heck. Yeah. I can't believe all that sounds coming out in music. It, again, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, this, this 300 foot thing is really impressive. Honestly, like that's really far. That is it's, very, impressive. I was, when yeah. I see that, I think of my Bluetooth speaker at home and I walk away from a room to room and it cuts out if I'm literally 30 feet away. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that 300, that's insane. I could put that like in the woods behind my house and still play it from my room. Sure. Now, let me say something about the 300 feet. That's, 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 uh, you know, line of sight, you know, yeah, right. awesome. obviously you do not want to put that call where you can't see it <laughs> because if something comes yeah. all comes all the way to the call, it didn't do you any good to call it in, but we typically use those calls about 30 to 40 yards away. That um, makes sense. Yeah. That's I tell awesome. people if you, if you put it 300 feet out then you have to walk 300 feet back to your position. And when you get through calling, you have to walk 300 feet out and then 300 feet back. So uh, I look at this as a, a, a thing you should sell. As, I think you should like recolor it and you should sell it as a trick item for like people to play tricks on people. Because <laughs> like, like seriously, you could hide this anywhere and like play something like, wow, it's like a bear out there or something. Those words. <laughs> that that That's has been done quite a few times. <laughs> there's gonna be some good you can you turn the hunt camp into a tailgate party afterwards right you know what i would do with this i would put it right next to no boom's blind and i would oh like do gosh, random styles like and i'd be in my blind go what's going on over there and i play these random like growling and stuff. well with that kind of battery life we could sneak out there put it out there and then when he goes out the saying. next morning that would be oh amazing my gosh. in the that dark too so funny. <laughs> 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 it does it does have a battery saver mode so after three hours it'll turn itself off so yeah i got you oh that's a good idea actually you could do that that way if the if the call accidentally came on in your pack or in your toolbox yeah. or whatever yeah after the call it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be dead so uh, that's cool well, i love the design with with the name right i mean it, it, it's the bullet and it looks like a bullet i think that's pretty yeah cool, that's excellent. for sure thank you yeah this is a cool product honestly i think it's it's not i don't even think it's some people might think that seems like a lot of money, but I actually don't because no. I've seen the ones that are in this range and they're definitely in these, these price points have not higher in some cases. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, for what it, you yeah. get, for what you get uh, in our system versus others, uh, we're about half price of 
have some that are not as, as don't have the quality of sound as ours. Here's another thing. You know, most of our competitors are made uh, in China or other countries. Our product is made in the USA. There we go. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. Absolutely. 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 And where are you guys, are you guys based out of Texas or what, what area? The, the company is in Euless, Texas. And, uh, nice. Fantastic people. We, now, were, were you the inventor of this? I was. Uh, me and another guy kind of got our heads together and started it. And uh, we actually ended up selling it to the manufacturer. Uh, we had our uh, we had a manufacturer and, and their engineers helped us to put it all together. And then uh, we actually ended up selling it to the manufacturer. So which was really good for the company as well as consumers because we cut one of the middlemen out. So, I mean, you deal directly with the manufacturer. So, which is also a kind of a, you know, not common in our industry. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. So, I mean, what, what was it that, are you an audio guy by nature? Or what kind of, what, what, how did you come up with the idea? Like, where are you a predator hunter and you just saw a need and there was just sure. something you knew you could do it better? I'm a predator hunter by heart. I was predator hunting today. Uh, I was actually going to come home and get clean and change, but uh, we actually were hunting this evening. And so um, I was, I'm always trying to come up with a better mousetrap. And uh, so uh, that was how, I mean, just scratching my head, trying to make it better. And so there's a lot of calls out there and they all lack something, you know? So I thought, well, if I could build this, you know, how would I build it? And then it just grew from there. Yeah, that's cool. I love the design too. Thank like you. I said, I mean, that's really, really cool design. So um, the predator hunting thing, I got to be honest, I, I, I haven't done a lot of it. I don't think Dave's done a lot of it either. Um, so just from that angle of it, what, okay. what's like the number one mistake that you, that you can make like for, for a newbie, what's the number one mistake that, that you see most common in predator hunting? Number one, so the guys see watch videos of guys calling in predators and they just assume it's easy. They saw the guy just go put the call out, turn it on, a guy comes running up, they shoot it. There's a lot. I tell people everything you do before you turn the call on is way more important than anything you do after you turn the call on. So uh, the number one mistake I would say guys make is, uh, is the wind. Predators, most especially coyotes, have a long nose, uh, just like a deer and, and uh, highly you know, efficient noses. And so they live by that nose. And when they come to, to, to that prey sound, a lot of times they'll try to get downwind of it. And if they do, you'll never see them, you know, or they'll booger out where you don't get a shot. So keep the wind in your favor, number one. Number two is get to a vantage point to where you can see him when he actually responds. So you, you need a good ambush spot, you know. And then number three probably is, and all these are probably equally as important as be quiet and get there. Cause if he knows you're there um, before you start to blow the call, he's not coming. And uh, uh, number three is be still or four is be still. Once you get, once you turn that call on, even though that call may be 30 or 40 yards away from you, he's coming in with heightened, uh, everything is, you know, is heightened. And so he's looking for something moving. He's yeah. also, hear that so just be still and let him finish out at that call and that's what's so neat about it being remote like that his focus is on that call and not you so um the electronics have really changed the game as far as being able to get by with a little more movement but those those are i would say those mistakes are the most common that, uh, that 
movement makes a lot of sense because you think about it. I mean, you guys have, is that tail that you guys have? Is that like, does that, is it just wind movement that moves that or is that motorized? No, no, no it's motor operated. And okay, it's that's what I figured. Um, um, but that's exact. I mean, you see, you, you see that out there and people use it because it's visual, right? And that, that so that talking about motion and staying still makes a ton of sense because you're trying to use visual to say hi to the coyote sure. and bring them in, right? So if you're moving right. around, he's already looking. He's, I mean, that, that's the other huge sense that they have. So yeah, I mean, you pointed out like that. It makes a lot of sense. So now do you, do you sit out in the open a lot or do you like put up a ground blind or anything like that? We run and gun everywhere. I mean, we, what we do is we, we try to make several stands through a day. And so we try to get the wind in our favor. We try to find a place that's somewhat open, but has something that we can get against. It breaks our outline up. Yep. I'll put the call out in front of me, uh, back to the decoys and stuff like that. Um, the, the coyote has three main defenses. And I, I say coyote, coyote, fox, bobcat, whatever you're trying to call, is their eyes, ears, or their nose. So I'll set that call out where he can see it, but then I'll kind of get up in some brush that kind of can, you know, cover uh, breaks my outline up and try to draw him out. So his eyes, first thing he hears it, and then he's going to get to a point where he thinks he, he should be able to see it. And then he sees that decoy. And a lot of times when he can hear it and see it, when the sound's high quality and he sees something moving, a lot of times he won't go to his nose. He'll, he'll just get rid of that third, his nose. And so uh, he won't try to get downwind of you. So, um, that's we don't get in blinds very much uh at all uh because we're i mean i'm gonna be there 15 20 minutes um and then move on i'm gonna move right so what do you do so how do you determine what sound you're gonna play like is there one that you go that's a go-to that just like kind of works the best or is it the situation dependent or is it kind of like like fishing lures right where it's 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 you try one and you know the, the perch are hitting red today. So we're just going to use red type of deal. I use that analogy a lot. And uh, you wouldn't go fishing with just a spinnerbait. Uh, you're going to have a plug, a soft plastic, a spinnerbait and all that. And uh, those sounds are that same way. Some will have a different cadence. Some will have a different pitch. And so I'll usually start out with, with a cottontail. I like the rabbits. And the reason I like the rabbits they are widespread all over the country. Uh, no self-respecting coyote is scared of a rabbit. And so he's gonna, I'll, I'll play the rabbits and they're a loud sound. So, so it cover, it carries a long way. And so I'll start with a, a, a cottontail number one is probably my favorite sound that we have. I play it first and then I'll go, go to a, a baby, the baby raspy is, is, is a different pitch, a higher pitch and a little more raspy. And that's kind of my spinner bait. And if they don't, if I don't get a bite on that, after about three minutes, I'll go to, like, I've got a sound called Byron's Go-To, which is oh, cool. a favorite. It's one of my go-to sounds. And so I, somehow I just got named that. But, um, and then, you know, if I'm at a place where there's a lot of jackrabbits, or even sometimes I'll use the jackrabbit sound where there's no jackrabbits. So, um, matter of fact, I've called jackals in Africa using cottontails and jackrabbits from, from recorded here. Um, called uh, coyotes in Arizona using blackback jackal sounds. And so you're just trying to find all of our sounds are recorded with a lot of emotional content. And you try to put that terror and fear of, of that animal, you know, screaming. And so 
certain coyotes will respond better to, to, like you said, like a fish, you know, if he doesn't like this. And I think sometimes switching those sounds may, you know, curiosity. And then those are your prey sounds. Certain times of the year we'll use coyote vocals. And uh, we're trying out some new sounds now that was some, some cat vocals and stuff that are working really well. So mating sounds for bobcats. And so, but, but primarily prey sounds are your bread and butter sound. So I, I know it's probably, it's different for each sound that you're playing, but how often are you replaying a sound? Like you, you're, you're not putting it on a constant loop where it's just constant sound, are you? Yes. And that's an, okay. another common mistake people make. And uh, I always give the analogy, let's say that code is five, 600 yards out there. And you, the old adage was to say, you know, with hand calls was to blow two minutes and then wait three minutes, blow two minutes. So let's say that coyote's out there 600 yards, you blow it for two minutes and he makes the decision to come and then it stops and he, he's not there yet. So now you've got his wheels turning. He's thinking, uh oh, did Fred, my other buddy, get him or did he, did he go this way? Did he go that way? So you've got his wheels turning. And so he can't hear it. He certainly can't see it yet. So he's going to go to that downwind side. So what we found by playing constant sounds, it keeps them keyed in on that sound and coming to the call. And it less, he's not thinking so much. He's just responding to that sound. People will tell you that a rabbit can't scream for 15 minutes. You and I know that a coat does not reason that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. just, just keep them playing constant. We never turn them, you know, I'll turn it down and up and some, you know, but usually I'll just play it about medium volume and what, have something come and just, just, we just leave it playing. If I don't have to see something in two or three minutes, I'll change to a different sound. Now, when you do see something though, do you then stop or no, slow it down? I don't, I don't want anything to change. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I'm asking because like I said, we haven't done a lot of it and I've made every mistake that you're talking about right now. If, if That's you've probably room, <laughs> If you've got room to work with and, and he's coming in you, and you, you kind of got him where you want him, you know, you can stop it and see if that makes him pause for his, for a standing shot. But most of the time what we do when we have something coming, especially a coyote, he's, if he's coming in pretty hard, when he gets to where I want him, I'll just simply, if he's real close, I'll just squeak at him like that he'll stop and look at me and he has to stop to get his focus and then i'll shoot him if 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 he's going pretty hard i'll just whoop, like that and he'll throw on his brakes and look and but you got to be ready you have to shoot yeah. so but i yeah i typically don't kill the call i'll let them come all i like to get them on top of the call <laughs> so that's just my thing and you know in the east uh, and not even just in the east. I mean, in the west, there are a lot of guys shotgunning, you know, because they come so hard. You know, I mean, that's that's a deal to a predator hunter. We like to call them in close. And so shotguns are overlooked by a lot, of, especially new predator hunters. And I'll tell you this, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with our calls, but most guys are over magnified on their scopes. You know, we like a lower magnification scope, two, three power scope on the low end and keep mm -hmm. it because uh, you're trying to find a moving animal close generally yeah so. I, I you know watch a lot of stuff online obviously and the guys that are doing like three four hundred yard shots with a thermal i'm just yeah. like <laughs> there's no way i could probably ever train to do something like that those are just incredible types of shots we do a lot of thermal hunting and that's cool we're gonna do some thermal hunting but 
Uh, one thing I, I, I don't I want to neglect to talk about is calling hogs. Calling hogs has been one of the, it's, it's revolutionary. A lot of people say, oh, can you call I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of it. Right. Well, <laughs> I would encourage you to Google it or look on YouTube about calling hogs. No, you're not talking about like, sweet. Oh, no, like we're, we're talking about with the, the bullet <laughs> HP. We have a significant portion of our business now is calling hogs. It's really taken off. Really? And we, we have some incredible sounds that, and uh, the speakers, I mean, the hog sounds are kind of hard to reproduce, almost impossible for other systems, but I, we have a high frequency response with our speakers. So it'll, it'll make the high pitched squeals and the low guttural grunts at the same time. But if you just think about it, hogs are a, a very social animal. They're very vocal and they're territorial. So, I mean, they have a lot to say to each other. And when you're, and being that they're territorial and as well as social, they're absolutely e the easiest thing I've ever called. And what's neat about them is they taste oh. much better than a coyote. And so, yeah, and they oh, come. yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they come in groups. I mean, you'll, you'll able to have, you know, we've called as many as 40 hogs at one time. Wow. And we've got some oh, specific really sounds great. for calling big boars and stuff. And they'll come in all mad because it's another boar there. And so they're, like I said, they're very vocal and they're very social, but you can't take any shortcuts with the hogs either because they have that long nose. You have to be aware of their, their sense of smell. So, but the, the hogs uh, for your listeners, man, if you've never called in a hog, I mean, having come in all bristled up, uh, it's, it'll, it's addictive. There's nothing like pissing off a hog before you see him, right? <laughs> we, were, we were just talking. Uh, we just did. A, we just got off a live show a little while ago, and somebody was asking us about uh, the scariest hunt that we've been on, and uh, it was two different hunts that we were talking about, but both of them involved hogs. Because um, those things are those things are nasty, man. Oh, I mean, they'll, they'll do some damage, and and I've seen some crazy footage online too. Um, but I, I had one that I shot that, uh, immediately turned, looked right at me and then started charging me. And, yep. and it was only probably about, I don't know, maybe 35, 40 yards when I shot it. Cause I was shooting it with a bow and, uh, I'm just sitting there going, well, there's really nothing I can do, but try and block them. I can't reload. You know, there, there's no time to reload or anything like that. And rated about five feet in front of me. He ended up turning and going a different direction, but uh, I was sweating bullets there for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then 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 he went about thirty yards and, and passed out. So that's always fun though. So yeah, what what so is is you do a lot of hog hunting? You do a lot of predator hunting. What, what's kind of what's your favorite? Oh, I was afraid somebody asked me that. I, I tell you this, I've called coyotes and I, that's my passion is, is predator coyotes and bobcats and fox. <laughs> when I started calling hogs, it, it almost ruined my predator hunting because it's, I mean, it's just, it was just something new and yeah. I, it, it doesn't matter. I love calling anything. I like calling ducks, turkey, elk, whatever. Uh, but the calling the hogs deal has been, uh, you know, it's just new and something different and, and a lot of fun and you have a lot of success with it. I mean, you know, in these months coming up, you know, when, when everything, everybody's not, nobody's hunting, you know, hunting season's over and the hogs, if you've got hogs, the hotter it gets there, they'll be concentrated around water. And so, you know, about where they're going to be, but it's so generally so thick in there 
what I like to do now is, is when it gets warm is I'll slip into where those water sources are and there'll be wallows in there. And instead of going in there and trying to slip in and shoot them, I'll get set up outside of that and pull them out, call them out to me. Yeah. Them out. And, uh, boy, that's, that's, that's pretty fun. Uh, there's nothing like having a coat just blazing in or a coat, a bobcat slinking in, uh, uh, or hogs coming. Uh, I love it all. I, well, I wouldn't pick yeah. the other. <laughs> it is cool. I, I, there's this one, I mean, bobcats are just cool, you know, to watch. Oh, in general, just the way they kind of, like you said, they slink right in and, this is one time I'm hunting uh, up at our hunt camp and uh, done with the hunt for the day. Didn't get anything. I'm walking back in and I don't know why, but I, I looked over my shoulder um, as I'm walking out and literally 30 yards behind me, there's this bobcat walking up my trail that I just left. Yeah. And he looks up at me and I, I'm looking at him and he's just staring at me and I'm, I, I didn't turn or anything like that. I see him and he's looking at me and he's not scared at all. You know, he's just sitting there like, yeah, I smell you, you know, and so so I, I, I do end up turning around and then all of a sudden, like he waits a minute and like, ah, look, sounds like a minute. it's probably like three seconds and then kind of runs off. But uh, I've never had a bobcat trail me before, but that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That was so, interesting. That, so the, the crow calls, what are you using those for? That is that is that just kind of a cottontail type of the predators hear the crows they think there's there's no like you can't type of deal you can kind of add the crows if you're calling predators as a, as a kind of a confidence deal you know to get the coats thinking there's something they're missing there yeah but primarily the crow sounds there's a large uh bunch of people that like to call crows now you have to be careful with the game laws in your state make sure it's legal okay yeah that's what i was wondering because i know what i don't think in our state it is yeah. So I've never heard of crow calling. I thought they most places it is if they're if crows can get in large numbers and be a nuisance, and especially yeah. pecans and crops and stuff like that. So, but calling crows is um, is a lot of fun. So we we built we had a lot of requests for that app, and so we recorded some really good crow sounds. And the cool. snow goose, you know, during the management season, or uh, I forget what they actually call it, but um, there's a season after I think it's in March. That uh, where you can actually take the plug out of your shotgun and use electronic calls to call those snow geese. And so we we added the snow geese and the crow app together as one app uh, for those guys, and uh, it works out very well. Well, that sounds really fun, man. And 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 I mean, just the way it's built, you can spend as much money as what this costs on a game call that is just a game call, and that's all it is. And you can only play their sounds that are programmed into it you do not have the versatility the battery life the range and everything that you've kind of solved with this one product so kudos to you man it's it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty appreciate cool it. love it appreciate it absolutely cool. i'm trying to look up the game laws here in michigan tim <laughs> yeah i don't think crow's on the list there um I, I might be mistaken it might be a small game but i don't i don't think it is um you know, so talk to us about your you, you make not only the electronic calls but you make mouth calls too right hand calls yes sir yeah uh they're all predator calls and uh but back to the analogy you use with the uh the fishing uh lures uh we make uh four different hand calls actually five different hand calls uh, we make a, a close read call, which has a read inside internal read. It's very easy to blow. We make that in both jackrabbit and cottontail. The, the okay. rabbit is a little coarse. Then we, uh, then we make a 
uh, a bite call that makes it creates the same kind of distress sound, but in a little different way. So it gives you that different pitch and tone. And then we make an open read call. And there's two versions of that. There's a, the, the short regular uh, predator open read call. And then there's a howler, which is a longer version of that, uh, that, that creates your big cow vocals, howls and, and cow vocals. Um, and I, I have all those on my lanyard at one time. And I, I tell people the same thing. This is my tackle box. I've got my spinner bait, my plug and, you know, the, all yeah. out there. Cause you never know what they, they, you might need or what's going to strike a chord with that particular predator. So th there's a good friend of mine, Kerry Carver. Kerry is one of the, the most renowned custom call builders there are on the planet as far as predator calls are concerned. And Kerry and I have hunted together for years. And we've, we've come up with a design. It's really easy to blow. If you're a professional predator hunter like I am, or Kerry is, I mean, if you're having to blow a call all the time, you won't, you have to have something that's easy to blow. And the benefit to that is, as a new guy that's starting out, it's easy for him to blow as well. So we've created a read system in those that are, they're, you don't have to use as much air to get the amount of volume and you're not. Good. Yeah. And so, but, and they're also very intuitive, real, real easy. Now, uh, this is a funny story, but, you know, people are intimidated about making the wrong sound on a call and you can practice if you want, but rabbits don't get the chance to practice. They got one shot at it and they usually sound horrible. So basically the more horrible you sound on that call, the better. I'm in a good spot then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be intimidated. Just, just, just get in it and try to sound God awful. Cause that's what, like when he's dying so yeah and and our calls are real easy to sound awful on uh, they sound fantastic to a cat right, right. <laughs> so but the, and they're easy to blow so uh that's awesome uh somebody's looking for your products um where can they find you are you direct to consumer only online or we are in, we are in a few stores you know of course the online stuff we've kind of been fighting that people that were you know it, trying to cheat the system. So we've pretty much gone to direct consumer. And if you want our product, you, you can't get it any uh, cheaper or, or, you know, it's readily available on our website, convergenthunting.com. That's that's where, and if you find a store somewhere or if you're a store owner and want to carry it, you know, we'd be, be glad for you too, but we've kind of kind of stayed away from you. You can get it on Amazon as well. We, we supply it to Amazon, so. Oh, good. All right, good. Um, and when they buy it from Amazon, they're buying it from you? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's not from a third party somewhere that takes your order and then orders it from us, and it's two weeks before you get it. If we get the Amazon order, it goes from, from our office. That's good to know, and that's a great way, because I don't know anybody that isn't on Amazon nowadays, you know? No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> well, and, awesome, yeah. man. You got some great products out there. You. Um, you know, Predator's been a big thing. We We... We need to talk about it more on this show. And I love the insight that you gave us, not only on your products, but just you as a predator hunter and certain tips like that. We'll have to have you back on, I think, at some point to dive yeah. a little bit more into that. But, um, you know, predator is a big thing. It's becoming bigger. You know, we hear a lot more people talking about it in the industry. And it's like, it, like you, we were talking about, it's one of those things like, you know, you have your deer season, your turkey season, but in those in those downtimes where you're hunting those hogs and that kind of thing, I mean, that's what we kind of look at too, is what can we do now, right? And, and predator hunting, at least in Michigan. And again, you got to check your local regulations and everything like that. Here in Michigan, coyotes open all year round. Sure. And I've hunted Michigan quite a bit, actually. So. Yeah. 
uh, the coyote hunting up there is fantastic. So, yeah, we got some big boys up here too. Yeah, I'll tell you, this time of year is your best time to get out there too and, and remove that predator population or as, as many as you can because those deer are, are about to start fawning. So that makes uh, sense. Dead deer don't get to be five and a half year old wall hangers. That's, that makes sense. You so, know. Uh, if you can if you can remove the coyotes, it'll sure hurt help your uh, deer and turkey population and everything else. And you're not going to kill them all, so you're not going to hurt them. You're not going to hurt the population, but you, you can certainly help a lot of deer out. Yeah, there's so many up here in Michigan. I, I mean, it, it makes sense they opened up all year round uh, quite a few years ago. But I mean, we live in the suburbs of Detroit, right? So it's city. It's not. It's not like I'm sitting on five. You know, at least anywhere near five acres near my house. Um, you know, where I, I live, you know, my backyard is probably a hundred feet deep type of deal. And, uh, we see coyotes running around this time of year, super <laughs> active breeding season, that kind of thing, even in the city. So, I oh, mean, yeah. they are everywhere. Unfortunately, we can't shoot them in the city, but you know, I get it. You don't want to shoot somebody else in the process. So yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll live with that. But, uh, Byron, it, it, awesome, awesome talking to you. Really Thank cool you. product. It, it, it looks absolute quality price is right for what you're getting for sure i mean as we talked about just the versatility of what it is the powerful the battery the recharge weather weather resistant all of that kind of stuff great stuff man we appreciate you joining us tonight thank you thank you very much our customer service is top notch too so if you have any issue with our product you let us know we'll fix it make it right awesome that's convergenthunting.com once again go check them out um, and Byron, again, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank y'all very much. The Bowhunter Planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. Please check out these partners' links in the description of this podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.